0: Faster than a speeding bullet, more powerful than a locomotive, able to leap tall buildings at a single bound.
1: Look, up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane!
0: It's Superman-splaining with me, David Yoder, and my uninformed friend, Dennis St. John. All right, we're here to talk about Superman Comics. I'm David Yoder i'm here i'm with dennis st john so, well thank you and <laughs> oh i forgot how we did this sorry that's okay it's we're talking about june 1994 superman comics from that month yay all right <laughs> we're halfway through 1994 uh are you 94. excited for this dennis you know what's going on yeah
1: yeah uh june of 94 i was that was when i moved from new orleans to dayton ohio uh, started high school a couple like a month later or whatever uh, a few months later
0: sure yeah but you probably weren't reading superman comics at the time because i got to explain to you what's going on yeah dennis. i don't know what's going on <laughs> all right well i'll tell you what's going on it's uh the battle for metropolis is going on dennis and that's that's what's in this month's issues and like every time we do this There's some trivia for you on these things you haven't read. Um, No, I didn't see this coming. Yeah, who could have seen it coming? You get five points for a correct answer without any choices, two points for a correct answer with those lovely choices, and the bonus question is double points. And you get a reward of picking your own Superman comic or comics to read when you reach uh, the next... 50 point level so you're at 412 points right now so you need to get to 450 all right okay
1: yeah you're numbers f- you're f- i totally paid attention during all of what you just said and didn't space out at all
0: i almost think this is a thing i should like just record to have like <laughs> <laughs> so i don't have to do this every time but yeah all right so your first question is for superman the man of steel number 34 who sets off the bomb at the end of this story there's a bomb. That goes off. Well, the you just Lex Luther got five points. Yes, I think I might have made these ones. <laughs> it was hard coming up with uh, trivia because part of it is like, because I send you all those the lovely preview images for you to look at on the thing, and then I'm like, am I tipping my hand too much? Of like, and then like, but also I don't want to have to like exclude. Things yeah. that I do want to show you just because of the stupid trivia question. You know. Well, I
1: didn't look at the preview images because that's not what I do. But I do read, you have a things for Dennis to read, and I do look at that. So I did know from that, that Lex Luthor, that everybody being angry at Lex Luthor was a major part of this uh, L- podcast.
0: Luther <laughs> is really going off the rails now. He's, he's very sick and... He, he's taking the world with him. If he's going out, right? Emaciated is that the word? Yeah, he's very you know yeah, like, that's a good word. Um, like basically skin and bones, and he's like got this like iron lung that he's in, pretty much like as we've <laughs> talked about, which is weird, but that's what's going on. But yeah, so this the first issue or comic that we're going to talk about is Superman: The Man of Steel, number thirty-four. As I said, it's twenty-one in the reading order for nineteen ninety-four, and the titles are the Battle for Metropolis the lex men versus the dubilex men oh dubilex men or war (laughs) what is it good for absolutely i
1: am glad you read that because i just opened this thing and looked at the cover and i did not read dubilex men which is funny like because they're using a double helix as the x the the dna uh
0: well because he's a clone yes yeah, that... but I, I didn't even read "double"
1: right? Because like <laughs> it's a weird word. So I read it as the Lex Men versus the Double Double Helix Men.
0: <laughs> the double I Helix Men. <laughs> like,
1: like I don't get it.
0: Uh Lisa Simonson is on the story for this one, John Bogdanov Penciler, and Dennis Janke, Yankee is the anchor. And yeah, so this cover, Superman is clutching a guardian who's like bleeding out, and then there's like a bunch of Cadmus guys fighting a bunch of team luther guys in the background uh those Cadmus guys that like fly and have those like bur- like bug wings or whatever like we saw in the video game that we played i yeah that's you, what i recognize them from you know what the the little title there of the lex men versus the double lex men thing made me think of when i looked at it a second time was they're i think they were really trying to trick people into thinking like Oh, is this the X Men? An X Men comic? (laughs) Like, and Superman's there for some reason, but it's like it's an X Men comic. Is it? Is there an X Men crossover at least? Yeah, that's
1: how desperate like Superman
0: comics are at this
1: time period.
0: Right. The only thing that's popular is X Men. It looks close to the fonts of like how the X Men titles are almost, except for the one where the X is not very clear. I'll also
1: say like, you know, you turn the page and it's like Superman fighting monsters. Which is a much more interesting cover to me than it, just because the Lexmen <laughs> and the Cadmus guys are like so like just generic humans. Right. It's like the least interesting version of what this cover could be.
0: You could have drawn a bunch of monsters on a cover. Well, that makes me think there is. It would probably look a lot like the cover for uh, Superman Man Steel number seventeen, which is great, where Superman's fighting all the underworlder oh, yeah. freaks. This cover is on auction right now on Heritage Auctions, uh, and I've been kind of keeping an eye... Let, yeah. let me just, as a... As a live moment on our podcast. Yeah. I, I can't I can't afford any of these, <laughs> but currently that one's only at $1,150, and there's 12 yeah. days left. The cover for Superman, The Man of Steel, number 20... Where they're, all, it's all the heroes standing around the memorial plaque on the ground for where Superman died. That's at eight thousand two hundred and fifty. Wow. Yeah. That's that, crazy. And then one where it's like Steel swinging at Superboy. That's almost at two thousand. That one that's the close up of just Superman's angry face, like when he came back. That's almost at two thousand dollars. Yeah. So these are going kind of crazy.
1: Yeah, it would be nice if the original artists could get a little money from these. I, I,
0: they've got to. I hope that they, you know, like. I don't think they do. I hope so. I mean, like, yeah, yeah. I. That's probably not the case, but I can hope, right? Yeah. I can hope that it's a fair, just world that we live in. But <laughs> <laughs> it's probably a lot closer to the world of the Superman comics here, where Lex Luthor billionaire can just do whatever he wants and go crazy. <laughs> uh,. uh yeah, in this story, the war for Metropolis or the battle for Metropolis, I, it's more of a war, I think, but they keep same battle, but um, it rages on. Guardian and Cadmus are there. Maggie Sawyer and Special Crimes unit is there. Luther's team Luther is there, Closter and the underworlders are there. and of course, Superman is there too. And uh yeah, as you mentioned, the opening here is Superman fighting a bunch of Underworlders, they're crawling all over Superman, and so he has to like push them all off of him. And Closter comes up and tells Superman that Cadmus poisoned clones with the flooding of Underworld. And Superman thinks to himself how Hamilton told him the same thing, but then he throws Closter into some humans, you know, because that's <laughs> what you do when you're fighting. Thank you
1: for the wise words, Closter.
0: Get out of here. <laughs> But uh, Cluster takes it in stride, and then he starts throwing some humans back. Um, <laughs> and Underworlders are wanting to cause destruction, and you know they're just wanting to see the world burn, basically, because they they're all dying anyway. And a very sick-looking Lex is all there for it. He's uh, that one image that I sent of Lex is like intensely crazy. Like he looks like a skeleton <laughs> with eyeballs just popping out. Yeah. <laughs> But he's watching everything on like these like monitors that he has, because he put like cameras in his Lex Men, of course. Lois Lane gets a letter from her informant, who turns out to be Dr. Kelly. I don't know if I've revealed that yet or not, but like the insider I for the remember. Lex. Yeah. Strangely enough, this is the only real crossover with Steel Number Five from this month, where we also see Lois's mail carrier. So that's what why those images are next to each other that you see there. And I think they did a good job of making it consistent as being the same character.
1: Yeah.
0: There's a weird thing where like he falls asleep and then he's in, he goes from Metropolis to Dakota and then there's like a monster or something. And then he comes back to Metropolis and Superman say, I don't know what's going on with the mailman. Yeah. There's something crazy going on with him. Um, his, he goes to one of the one of the Dakotas. Yeah, uh, his name is Mister Benson. I don't know, so maybe we'll see more of this guy in the future. Who knows? He's got kind of wavy blonde hair and uh, round horn rim glasses. I uh, I don't know. Yeah, he's a distinctive hairline. Dublex and a sick Superboy take a helicopter to Metropolis. So that Superman, or Superboy, sorry, I made a big blunder there to call him Superman, that he can get some medical <laughs> attention. They then get on a Cadmus tank with Westfield and go to uh, the Cadmus location. Sounds fun. Superboy gets to hang out with the Newsboy Legion and the infirm- Infirmary. Infirmary? That's a hard word. <laughs> Colonel. Or they are infirm.
1: <laughs> at the infirmary. At the hospital.
0: At, yeah, at the Cadmus hospital. Ron Troop, Jimmy Olsen, and Bibbo Bivaski are riding in Bibbo's motorcycle. Some underworlders throw a chair through Bibbo's bar, the Ace of Clubs, and he goes in there with a shotgun. So, and we don't really see how that gets resolved. But, uh, the, he murders them. Yeah, but Bibbo doesn't make an appearance <laughs> again, so he's busy. <laughs> Just so you know. Closter yeah. shows up at Hamilton's lab to thank him for telling the underworlders the truth social.com about the water poisoning um the clones that's good <laughs> thank you so lois has to go where her clue from the informant told her to go in the lex court building there's like this secret room of course before she can get in there she has to like knock out a maintenance worker because that's just what you have to do <laughs> that's what you gotta do <laughs> she then finds this room that kelly told her about and finds a new videotape of Lex murder, attempting to murder the karate instructor, because her other copy that she had of it got blown up in her apartment previously. Lo- Lois's copy, and she also finds a giant map of Metropolis, M- Metropolis with red circles on it that has places I've
1: murdered karate instructors.
0: <laughs> it's close to that. It's matching where bombs have already gone off, and or where some future bombs may go off that Luther has planted. Oh. And then the, I think I included the image that the videotape is, like, underneath, like, a Metropolis statue that she has that, like, uh, it just kind of looks like the robot Metropolis from, like, or from the movie oh, yeah, Metropolis.
1: That um,
0: sexy robot lady.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, I might need to go back to the previous one because I guess I'm a little out of order. But the Kathana, a lizard-looking Underworlder, has grabbed Keith at the orphanage and wants to eat him this is the same Underworlder that Keith thought was his mom and lured him to her lair to try and eat him. Just... Uh, this poor kid. And I it included... So that wasn't just, like, she wasn't
1: just being like, I'll eat any orphan. She's like, this is the one I want.
0: Well, she just happened to run across him again, I guess. but
1: Keith's going to be traumatized by this lizard woman for the rest of his life. Yeah. Just...
0: I thought it was interesting where it's like, I don't know if she's, like, because she's ill, like all the clones are ill, she's kind of, like her hair is not keeping up as well and she's kind of changing how she looks or if it's just like the artists were like yeah i kind of remember how that character that i drew before looked i'm not going to (laughs) bother to like look for the references to it because it it looks kind of the same but not quite the same
1: right yeah yeah it looks i would interpret that as her falling apart
0: okay that's that's a good way to read it anyway mira uh, Keith's caretaker at the orphanage punches Kathana to free Keith, but Mira gets her face scratched in the process, bef- and then Superman shows up and takes Kathana away. Yeah, she gets up. messed up. Yeah. Guard- Guardian and a few Cadmus guys get lured by an Underworlder to a dock, where they get surrounded by a bunch of Underworlders with Luther weapons. Cluster's there, too. Um, so this is kind of where the final showdown for this comic goes and cluster and guardian duke it out mono a monstro G- G- guardian realizes that cluster is as invulnerable as guardian shield because uh, i guess his shield is invulnerable and Dublex does a psychic attack on cluster and makes him vulnerable briefly so guardian in that moment, orders Cadmus to open fire on Closter, and, like, so, like, he just gets pelted with these guns, and then he's injured and bleeding, and Guardian tells Closter that the Underworlders started this war, but Closter tries to set him straight. Dennis, if you can read number one.
1: What you do to become legend in Underworld. Pick up Unbreakable Shield, become Invincible Guardian. You are a clone like us, and somehow you a hero. But now we know... You really stooge for evil Cadmus? You and Dubelex, fool! Ask Westfield who cast flood. Ask reason he sent Dubelex away. He not want mind breeder near. Did he tell you he steal Superman body? Masters not answer to their slaves. You must die. Cadmus must be destroyed.
0: Yes, Cluster sounding a lot like Bizarro there with his broken sentence structure and things you did a good job dennis thank you
1: thanks i just realized how loud i was and i was like
0: i'm in an apartment complex (laughs) uh they're like every every other saturday this guy just like says some weird stuff really loudly (laughs) in a monster voice yeah Yeah. (laughs) so guardian interjected in between there to say that westfield wouldn't have caused the flood that westfield would have told him but it's like Closter countered that, you know, Westfield stole Superman's body and everything. And I feel really Closter makes a compelling point here. Westfield is terrible and m- maybe Cadmus shouldn't exist anymore, you know, like it's not yeah. it's not a good thing. And like I mentioned, cluster is also bleeding out and dying from that attack and the Also, I
1: realized I don't have any idea of what cluster's powers are cuz if his invulnerability is like mind based, then why does he look the way he looks?
0: I don't. This is just something they decided. I think in this issue, <laughs> at this point. Uh, but he he it makes a final attack for Guardian, breaking Guardian's inv- invulnerable shield and wounding Guardian gravely, before Superman can fly in to help. And then Cluster falls. I, it seems like Cluster's dead. I think this is the end of Cluster, Cluster, Cluster. And Lex is watching all of this go down on his closed circuit TVs, and he sets off a bomb right where Superman, Guardian, Dubilex, and the others are, and that's the yeah. end for this comic. So
1: Yeah. I feel like uh, Lex knew that bomb wouldn't kill Superman. He just likes
0: exploding bombs around Superman. Well he's like, this was a this is a perfect chance. I think he says even of uh, none will ever be as well placed as this. Goodbye, Dublinx. Goodbye, Guardian. Too bad the thing's not powerful enough to destroy Superman, so he knows it's not going to, but it'll, like, annoy him, I guess. Yeah, least. he just likes messing with them. Yeah. The Letters Calm is for the issue a few months ago with the big fight with Lo- Lobo. if the fight, 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 fight issue, you remember? <laughs> um, and it's, it was just kind of fun to read about adults playing with the color form stickers that were included with the comic, like in the letters up, that, up there. Uh, what a bunch of dorks. Yeah. I, I was not tempted to do the same thing. No. Um, and there's also a six-page preview for a Milestone comic at the end, Cobalt. But, but just, that's kind of interesting. Anyway. Is he is that guy blue? Uh, he's got blue in his costume, but he's very Caucasian, which is interesting for, I think, most of the Milestone characters are, like,
1: yeah, not.
0: Huh. Um, right. On to your second question for Superman number 90. A battle for Metropolis. Who sends rockets with gas to kill Underworlders in Superman number 90? Like, who uh, launches those rockets?
1: Well, it wouldn't be Lex again, because that you would have thought
0: I'd guess that. So I'm going to say Westfield did it this time. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm getting all the blind points here. <laughs> I, can, I can't trick you this time. Wow. Two for two on blind guesses that's amazing the other choices were lex or dabney donovan and for the other question i had thrown in there Closter or westfield as the Mm. as the choices but anyway yeah so superman number 90 it's 22 in the reading order for 1994 the battle for metropolis battleground metropolis dan jurgens writer (laughs) brent anderson pencils joe rubenstein and company on inks um so it uh, sounds like multiple people maybe were doing inks for this one yeah the cover is superman's just kind of having a cry i guess while buildings are on fire in the background it's like he could he should probably be doing something about that but he's having a moment he was
1: he was hit with feelings
0: (laughs) yeah or maybe he's constipated i don't know what that expression is for sure i think the cover is all dan jurgens though the
1: the... it looks like there's like a, a line of people evacuating
0: yeah like their bowels they're evacuating yeah yeah uh... oh yeah no there's yeah and that is a good point that because of all the the like lex had declared that cadmus was attacking him and like there, you know this battle's been going on for a while there there have been evacuation orders for the city so like at least the casualties are hopefully going to be minimal with all the destruction and things going on
1: yeah the uh thing of Lois finding the map with all the bomb placements, but it's too late because the bombs are going off. Reminds me, I rewatched the Matt Reeves The Batman <laughs> and how that Batman found the map right as the bombs go off. So he's like, "You are a useless detective who'd <laughs> save
0: nobody." I need to give that one a second go because I haven't rewatched it since we did like our group watch of it, and like it just felt long to me at that time because it yeah. was like late when we started it, and like. By the time that things were, like, flooding and stuff, I was just like, oh, my God, just, like, like, ended already. (laughs) Like, I don't... Yeah, because
1: it feels like it should have already ended because the other plot line had wrapped up with Falcone and, like, the Riddler was in jail. But then there was more.
0: You know, we kind of... We trashed the marbles a bit, I think, the last episode. but Yeah, and then you... uh... That was merc- isolated it and
1: sent it away sent yeah it i tried people, to make a little yeah.
0: social media moment happen <laughs> but at least the marvels was mercifully like i think only 90 minutes like it was like it was edited the heck out yeah. of it you know like it probably should have been like around two hours or something but it was like it was breezy i don't know how long it
1: was but I, it didn't yeah it didn't feel like i was there for a long
0: time yeah it's like yeah. i don't need a two and a half to three hour batman movie i can take an hour, an hour and a half to two hour batman movie that, that's yeah that's fine
1: i wonder this is a tangent or whatever but why do solo batman movies have to be so serious like
0: i think christopher nolan yeah it's because of christopher nolan yeah like well it's it's a double-edged sword of like the tim burton ones were fun but dark and then they got too dark in this in batman returns and so then like they had to become like Lighter, but then they went like too light and campy, and so now like then the course correct with Nolan was like it has to be really serious, and so now yeah. it's like
1: I I watched Aquaman two with my brother and my dad, um, <laughs> and that movie is very silly. Like all of the design elements feel like they're from the sixties. Like the Aqua people are driving around in like tuna shaped cars, and it's like the, there's or boats i guess or whatever ships submarines <laughs> there's giant like turtle ships and stuff that's and you're fun like, this design is so silly and i enjoyed it but i'm like i can't comprehend that this
0: exists in the same universe as like a batman movie right yeah the exact. yeah yeah with how the Batfleck was very serious well let's not uh dwell on that too much um i, I have to say that like i don't I, don't, I have no plans to watch Aquaman 2. I still have not seen The yeah. Flash. I think I'm kind of like, just checked out. It didn't out.
1: occur to me to watch Aquaman 2, but it was my dad's suggestion, and he thought about it because he was like, this is a movie you'll watch anyway. <laughs> and I was like, it literally didn't even occur to me to do it. But we had a good time, and Liam liked it. Uh, so,
0: I think maybe like after like we get the James Gunn-launched version of things, maybe then at some point I'll go back and maybe watch those ones just for the heck of it. But uh, okay, with, with uh, Superman number ninety that we're talking about from June nineteen ninety four here, <laughs> Sorry. the the drawing credits, Brett Anderson. I think that's the guy that drew like most of like uh, Astro City that Kurt B C wrote. So it's not it's it's Wait. good looking. It's not bad, but the drawing credits here made me think that Jurgens must be working on Doomsday Hunter prey at this point in time, probably, and that brent breeding does the inks on that so that's probably why he's occupied as well
1: you know what's so weird about you saying this i wouldn't have picked this up but i just met brent anderson i just had like like beers and food with him um because he's local to santa rosa oh that's cool So we did like a cartoonist get together before christmas that's really random
0: well i just had to do a quick search i was like he did astro city right yeah yeah he did yeah because, like, I was just saying that on the fly <laughs> That's awesome, though. That's very cool.
1: Yeah, he brought his thumbnails for the new book he was working on. I won't say anything about it, obviously. But
0: That's cool. Yeah,
1: we had a cartoonist get-together. I should, That's crazy.
0: Uh, should send you this comic <laughs> for well, the next time we need to get him to sign yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe you can find out if he has any original pages of... No, just kidding. Anyway, uh, so in this story the bomb goes off at the dock. Like we talked about from the end of man of steel. And Lex is taking a lot of joy in his plans saying those explosions are exquisite. Kelly death has a certain beauty about it. You know, if I have to die, I will take it with me. My whole bleeding city. So he's going like (laughs) full supervillain crazy mode. Like here, like, yeah. And Kelly's not happy about this. And, And you know, she's already, like I said, she's the informant. So yeah, but, uh, X tells Superman that multiple explosions have been set off all over the city, and Superman flies to get a better vantage point and sees that this is true. And like, it's kind of a cool like uh, bird's-eye view where like there's multiple explosions going off in different locations. Um, I like that drawing. Yeah,
1: that's a really impressive drawing. Like this, like the perspective on it and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, like it's almost like a fisheye lens, so you get. Like I don't know, how, I wouldn't, I, I, wouldn't know how to begin drawing something <laughs> like that, you know.
0: Yeah, that, that's great. Yeah. Uh, so that's on my wish list for No. Uh, anyway. Yeah.
1: Uh. <laughs> and the next page that's on that spread, you sh- that drawing of Superman looks like how Neil Adams draws now.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I can see a lot of or Neil no, Adams yeah. in that like, that face there. So. Uh, Superman's like, I got to take care of this. But like, he's got all these injured like guys and like Guardians injured and stuff. So he lifts Duplex, Guardian, and the other injured men, like along with the dock. He just like lifts the dock up out of the water and he flies them to Cadmus to get some help. And then Westfield, who's a little stinker, sends those rockets with gas to kill Underworlders. Because like in the mass confusion, he figures like this is as good a time as any to do that and I thought maybe I could trick you with the Dabney Donovan image there that like to have you suspect maybe he did it but he's not happy that Westfield has done this because he he...
1: I love finding out your thought process how much you think I'm going to think more than I am yeah but uh... like I didn't even recognize that it was Dabney Donovan that to me looked like Clark Kent in disguise (laughs) as a Miyazaki character right yeah the he's
0: he's a little pink mutant there um, he's not in a he bathtub, like... so that's, I guess, like, it makes it hard to identify him. Yeah. But, so, yeah, he's not happy about this. He wanted to still do experiments on all of his Underworld or clones that he has. Um, I do know,
1: sir. He is a Miyazaki-looking character, but I should have said he looks like Clark Kent uh, disguised as Dr. Robotnik.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's definitely Robotnik vibes with the mustache sticking out like it is. Superman takes... Guardian to Cadmus. Westfield tells Superman, you're not welcome here, dude. And, uh, then Superman tells Westfield off if you could read number two, Dennis.
1: Out of the way, Westfield. I don't care much for Cadmus, and I care even less for you. Cloning ruined my home planet Krypton. It's a dirty business, and you're even dirtier. Soon as things have settled down, I'm blowing the whistle on you be a whisper i didn't rumor. know that cloning destroyed krypton um
0: that's definitely something that threw me <laughs> off too when i read that and i here's cloning what killed my dad no i think if i might just be conjecturing all this because like i haven't done like we launched in with the the triangle numbering system we skipped the burn era maybe when we're in our 50s we can start back at the burn begin <laughs> but um I th- uh, I think what <laughs> you, that was a very painful sigh you just oh had it. Boy. Yeah. <laughs> no,
1: uh-uh. This project just never ends. I get it.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's it. I really, uh, <laughs> if I've got to go down, I'll take you with <laughs> me. <laughs> it is crazy though, like how much
1: su- Superman comics you have read for this podcast, and yet they casually
0: bring something else, that, something up that you're like, I don't know what this means. My guesstimation, and I I didn't do any, like, checking to see if this is right or not, but I think what it is, is that on, in this reset, that on planet Krypton, at the time of, like, things going down, sex was, like, off the table. Kids were made by, like, you, like, you had your partner and, like, you just, like, had, like, artificial, like, like, DNA, like, like, that's the cloning stuff.
1: But uh, that Clark
0: Kent, his father Jor-el, decided to make his baby the natural way, and uh,
1: like, and that's what blew up Krypton.
0: Yeah, and that the the seismic <laughs> repercussions. Um, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> anyway, uh, that's interesting. Weird. Very weird. I um, think that's what's
1: going on. It just occurs to me with all this clone stuff, maximum clownage. That like. <laughs> The clones were to the '90s what like the multiverse is to us now, right? or AI is like, to us now. Like overused trope in fiction, I mean.
0: Oh, either. oh yes, yeah, okay. In that regard, yeah, clones were not like this thing that's going to destroy the world. Yeah, um, cl- which is what AI is. The yes. '90s were c- crazy with clones. <laughs> uh,
1: it, yeah, and now we're crazy with multiverse.
0: Yeah, it's a little tiring. Meanwhile, in the story, Lois is just leaving LexCorp Tower as some Team Luther goons start shooting at her. And she's far too, like, just doesn't care about this and, like, just cocky about being safe. And she ends up being lucky, like she always is, that Superman shows up in the nick of time. She is
1: so confident that Superman... She's giving them eyebrow while, like, blasts are going on around her.
0: She's like, don't you know who I am? I'm going to speak to your manager. Um, yeah, that I thought that was, like wild and then i really it's not it feels a little bit off but i really like the drawing of superman being like what the heck While I was looking at the bottom <laughs> of the panel afterwards there um it kind of has some neil Adam adams vibes there too but superman doesn't move on one of these team luther guys where he holds onto his head and spins his body around sending him into the <laughs> ground, which like for sure should kill him. Like there's no way. Oh, uh, it's okay. He only grabbed the helmet.
1: Oh, sorry. He's not breaking the head still
0: spinning. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that <laughs> that's a crazy move. Yeah. Yeah. The, 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 the... And and then Lose, she's got, she's got so much gumption. This lady, she like goes to the unconscious team Luther guy And pulls off the helmet and is like, oh, there's some surveillance, like, microphones and stuff in here. And she just taunts Lex, who she knows is, like, listening and watching. She says, when I'm done with you, a prison term of infinity won't be long enough. And, like, so Lex is not happy about that. (laughs) Um, Okay, so one of the rockets, some, like, got kind of misguided and ended up going to the service world and almost kills some, like, I think metropolis police but superman catches the rocket and then throws it into space and he thinks as he does this is this is infuriating he thinks seems like half the time i throw stuff into space it comes back even more dangerous shouldn't happen this time though and it's like (laughs) we're so being trolled by dan jurgens with this like writing here like i'm like are you kidding me probably going to
1: stop throwing things into space probably
0: going to find out that that rocket somehow exploded right next to doomsday and send him on a course correction back to like <laughs> earth or something
1: to be fair superman isn't the one who threw
0: doomsday into space he was dead at the cyborg day. superman <laughs> uh superman's a superman in my book <laughs> it's he, he was following the mo of super original superman when he did that's that.
1: right that was yeah
0: <laughs> it's true Back at Cadmus, Guardian miraculously is having a full recovery, and Guardian asks Dublex, "What gives? And why is not sick like the other clones?" And that's when uh, Dublex senses a presence that he has not sensed in a while. But uh, I really like that drawing the of the those close-ups of Guardian and also Dublex. Dublex yeah. drawing like he he's duplex is this weird alien with like a big forehead. He's bald and he's got horns coming out of the front of his forehead. And like, he like, especially with Bogdanov, he like looks very like cartoony and monster. Like, but this looks like the like Star Trek next generation version of like what the actor with the prosthetics would like look like. And it looks very like <laughs> molded and stuff. It's I like, I like that drawing a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's high quality art. But the presence that, Dubilex is sensing is Dabney Donovan, who shows up in a janitor disguise to Cadmus and kills Westfield. Thank God. Westfield been murdered. Wow. So, Dennis, Mr. Blind Guesser. Adventures of Superman five hundred and thirteen. Who get who gets blamed for Westfield's death? That's my question Uh, for you. Dublex. That's not one of the choices. Uh, so no blind guess on this one. <laughs> uh, A. Dabney Donovan. B. Carl Packard. Or C. Lex. Uh, Carl Packard. Oh, you sensed that that was at an odd pool. <laughs> and that is correct. It- yep. Because I don't know who that is. Packard is the other mustachioed scientist guy that is an informant for Lex that worked at Cadmus and he he's not he's not Happerson who's Happerson's the guy that got
1: badly scarred guy. Yeah. 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 But
0: they're very similar. But he's been gone for a long time and like he decides just to return at this point in time which is not good. Like he's just roaming the halls and he gets discovered and they're like hey this guy he's probably the guy that killed (laughs) (laughs) killed Westfield. Anyway, so Adventures of Superman number five thirteen. It's twenty three in the reading order for nineteen ninety four. The Battle for Metropolis, the Guardian Project, or Target Cadmus. Barry Kitson plot a- and pencils. Carl Kessel plot and dialogue, and Ray McCarthy inks. It's really jarring to go from Brett Anderson Superman to this the the nineties image Superman guy. Yeah. yeah, I yeah, and I I don't want to like yeah just. Trash on these guys, but like Barry Kitson, I don't think should have been doing the plot plotting along with the pencils. I don't think it's.
1: So this one's a rough one, is what you're telling me.
0: Yeah, I mean, in some ways, I'm like, maybe that's what the credit should always be in these like superhero books, because like I know the pencilers are doing more than just like just drawing. You know, like they are creating the story as well. The the cover for this one, Superman's getting blasted by. Shots of Team Luther, I'm guessing, and Guardians in a strapped into a device very much that looks like the same device that Superboy was in when like he got captured by Cyborg Superman. Superman's got like fists the size of
1: hams here,
0: yeah. And this is also like the case of like he draws like such a muscle bound and large looking Superman that like last time when it was supposed to be the overly large Superman, it was not clear sometimes, yeah. What was you know yeah? So Superman flies with a lot of anger to deal with Cadmus and 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 especially Westfield for the gas rockets that killed Underworlders and almost killed some Metropolis cops. However, when he gets there, he finds that Westfield has already been killed and no one knows who did it. Dabney Donovan did it and took Westfield's ear as a souvenir and is talking to it. It doesn't like it can't actually like hear him, but he has it like. As a trophy, like all set up, and he's like,
1: "Wow, super gross." Yeah. Wow. DC Comics.
0: <laughs> yeah, approved Comics by the con- Comic kids. Code. <laughs> um, however, as I mentioned, got yeah, Carl Packard picks a really bad t- time to come back to campus and <laughs> his blame for <laughs> Westfield State. Pick a, a pack of pickles. <laughs> <laughs> In a desperate measure, Packard notifies, Luther that the clone cure has been discovered. So he's trying to, like, that's his Hail Mary. And that's right. The clone cure has been discovered. Apparently, Guardian and Duplex are not ill because of something with their DNA. The thing that Superman throws out, which I think is kind of wild, and, like, one of the scientists goes, like, yeah, sure, that's probably what it is. But <laughs> it because they aged at a normal rate instead of a more rapid rate like the other clones, that's what, like, is thrown out as the hypothesis, kind of.
1: Oh, wouldn't that make Superboy vulnerable to it?
0: Yeah, Superboy got sick as well. That He got
1: oh, brought in. Oh, yeah, you told me that. <laughs> I listened. <laughs> you listened.
0: But since Dubelex is a weird mix of stuff, they decide to use Guardian DNA to make a cure. You know, it's like they got to... So it's like, basically, it just seems like they're going to just, like, drain his blood, kind of, like, because, like... <laughs> and Guardian's like, go ahead. I've lived a long full life. I'll do this for the, the clones, whatever. But Lex can't wait, you know, for the cure to get to him after he finds out that there is a cure or even the idea of a potential cure. And so he sends a bunch of Team Luther armored guys to attack Cadmus. And Lex also sends his youthful hologram to, like, mock Superman. But Superman compares him to Hitler and then says oh, in, in Latin harsh. that he, he knows Lex is bald, basically. <laughs> yeah, he's he's... So there is some fun stuff with the story. I don't... You know, it's not all... But yeah, Superman's making pretty easy work of the Team Luther guys. And one of the Team Luthers sees that they're losing to Superman. And so he enacts the backup plan to blow up all of Cadmus by blasting the core, possibly a nuclear core of Cadmus. But... Yeah, uh, sure. Because if Lex can't get the cure, no one can. So he... That happens. He just... He blasts the core. Fortunately, Superboy got the cure and shows up to help those same two Team Luther guys that caused the explosion to get out safely. And Superman's trying to keep the core explosion at bay, but it just goes off. Like there, Superboy is flying above the mountain, and there's a big explosion, and Project Cadmus is blown up. Superman flies out of destruction and Superboy says, like, hey, we should go back in there to get the survivors, but Dennis, if you could read his response in number three.
1: It would be a waste of time, Superboy. Unfortunately, I'm the only one who made it out unfortunate for Lex Luthor. <laughs> this time, I'm going to bring him down hard. Let's see him try to stop me.
0: Yeah, bring Luthor down hard. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, so, like, the implication here is I mean, like, I said we should get rid of Project Cadmus, but I didn't mean this way. Uh, that, that, was, <laughs> that was pretty intense. All right. No point looking for survivors. No. Not at all. In fact, they, like, reiterate that point in the next comic, really. So, Action Comics number 700, it's like a double-length issue. Your question, Dennis, who is quoted... Like in the captions, as Perry White cries over the destruction of Metropolis on the last page of Superman in Action Comics number seven hundred. Uh, Winston Churchill. Ooh, that's a good, that's a good pull. I'll give you your choices. Oh no, that's not one of your choices. <laughs> I should keep that in now, a I guess. Random belch. A. Abraham Lincoln. B. Martin Luther King Jr. Or C, Elvis Presley? Ah, uh,
1: these are all weird choices. I'll say Abe Lincoln. He quotes the Gettysburg
0: Address. Well, I'll still give you the points because it is Abraham Lincoln. It's not the Gettysburg Address, though. It is... Um,
1: I have to... Is it his second inauguration quote?
0: It says, 1862 Address to Congress before signing the Eman- Emancipation Proclamation. Ah, So it's about, like, the difficult decision that they have to make as a country and stuff. Um, Superman and Action Comics number 724 in the reading order for 1994. The Fall of Metropolis. Double-sized anniversary blowout or Swan Song. And Roger Stern is the writer. Jackson Geis and Dennis Rodier are the artists on the main story. And Kurt Swan and Murphy Anderson are the artists... On the Lana oh. Lang and Pete Ross wedding story that's going on is at the same time as well. It's just a few pages in the book, so I, I had to look up and I was curious because Kurt Swan, I think, he passes away in 1996, and I was just like, because it's called Swan Song, I was like, is this his last? Yeah. So, but he has a story that comes out like after he passes away. That's like new artwork, even like in '96, I guess. Oh, in interesting. The,
1: yeah.
0: And the issue when Superman and Lois get married.
1: Oh, huh. Well, that's nice that he got to draw some in that, I guess. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, and it's nice that they keep bringing him back, you know, for some of these bigger moments and stuff. The cover is insane. It's uh, Superman's trying to stop that giant globe from the Daily Planet from running down the street and making mincemeat of Lois Lane and Jimmy Olsen, who are running at the reader. And this... This is not a misleading cover. This (laughs) happens in the comic. Like, this is, yeah. But we start with
1: Lois. Unlike confident Lois from the last issue, who doesn't care that she's being laser blasted, (laughs) this is a scared Lois. Yeah, this is a whole different reaction.
0: She's not, like, laughing this one off. Yeah. Um, and, And we start the story with Lois Lane, who is holding a meeting with Perry White and police commissioner William Henderson, and also Daily Planet owner and publisher Franklin Stern she's looking kind of smoldery and also a little like terry hatcher to me in these drawings as she pre- presents her evidence of lex luther trying to kill that karate instructor she's got the videotape and also that lex one is actually lex two and that map that we mentioned from before with the circles that match up with the bombs going off and stuff and she doesn't give up her killers always leaving maps yeah you know But it was in his secret office, so no one should have found that. Um, She she doesn't give up her informant, Dr. Kelly, but instead refers to her as Deep Quote, which I almost was going to make that the trivia, but I could not think of alternates of, like... Yeah. Anyway, it's kind of a funny, like, DC Comics version of Deep Throat to call them Deep Quote. Is there a
1: Deep Throat in uh, the DC universe? was Nixon
0: president I'm sure Nixon was president (laughs) I think yeah I I, I don't know it's not worth going down this this I think I think that well most of the presidents do line up like in Marvel they're like usually like the real world presidents like I know Obama was president when in Marvel and stuff and we've already established Clinton was president yes um but the crazy thing uh especially for like where Luther is right now in this story, like he's just so super villain, like most super villain getting arrested at the end of the story and stuff. But in the year 2000, they did a thing where like, and I had like a, uh, either like a sticker or like a button that says like vote Lex for 2000. Like they (laughs) made like Lex Luther run for president. I think he won in the comic books in the year 2000. So that's, that's just crazy to me. Billionaire businessman shouldn't become president. Or even I millionaire
1: businessmen. <laughs> even fake billionaires. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, so yeah, Perry has all the LexCorp computers thrown out. Because <laughs> he's like, this is no good. And then they feel the shake from the Cadmus explosion. at. They're at the, uh, the printing press location for Daily Planet. They're not at the Daily Planet. Superboy, in this comic, is still trying to dig out Cadmus from the rubble. But Superman says again that they... Like, there's no survivors that they need to go after Luther. He says he's already scoped it out, and there's no one alive in Cadmus that needs our help anymore. And it's just like that is pretty certain. So, <laughs> I'm curious if they're going to be like, later be like, well, because you know, the Newsboy Legion and Dublex and uh Guardian escaped in the whiz wagon or whatever. You know, like they're going to have something happen, I'm yeah. sure. But. As they're flying away, Superboy tells a WGBS reporter in a helicopter that Lex is responsible for the Cadmus explosion. So that goes out on the news. and Lex is like, oh, I'll show them. Um, <laughs> I'm going
1: to sue you for libel.
0: Yeah, even though I did do it. <laughs> Kelly plans her escape at this point because <laughs> this is great. They're on this like yacht out at sea, maybe international waters to be safe or whatever. But she tells Lex that like, she needs to go to a pharmacy run for him for some medicine. So she gets on a helicopter and gets out of there. That's how she gets away. (laughs) I got to pick up your prescriptions. Yeah. Basically she's like, you know, you're, you're ill. You need this medicine. Lex lets the team Luther guys that, you know, blew up Cadmus. He's like, Oh, uh, I'm not going to like help them anymore. They're on their own. And he says, as far as I'm concerned, they can go to hell. So it's like, you just like, it's like disavows them or whatever. And These
1: guys in Lex Luthor suits, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah I have nothing to do with this. <laughs> Superman and Superboy make pretty easy work of the t- Team Luthor guys, though. And they also get a little help from a normal-looking-again Supergirl that was helping tent camps of escapees from metropolis when she saw what was going on in the air in the skies Superboy hits on supergirl now that she's single again and she seems kind of into it but then he also calls her super babe which she doesn't like this is weird though because he's a clone of superman and i well i know like this supergirl is like whatever proto matter just made (laughs) to look like supergirl but like supergirl superman's cousin and anyway yes it's like they tried to It's all very
1: confusing because this Supergirl comes before the real Supergirl, so there isn't she's not imitating his real cousin, right? She because just happens of the reset, to look a yeah. lot like what his cousin ends up looking like.
0: Yeah, it's it's all kind of confusing, but it also feels like the writers trying to be like we want this to happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. F- friggin' weirdos. They turn uh, oh, Supergirl, Superboy, superman they turn over the Lux goons to the police and take one of the helmets to hamilton to try and get some information out of it then lois calls and lets superman know her story is going out and she's even doing like a tv interview i think cat grant is there and then we cut to kurt swan drawn segment of lana marrying pete pete ross and john and martha's house where john and martha are the only witnesses other than the priest and the piano player it it's minimal. Lana reflects on her crush with Clark and why she chose to move on with Pete Ross and kind of let that relationship go. But it is very jarring, especially later as it's like, they're like doing the wedding ceremony as like explosions are going off and they just keep cutting back and forth. So there's a couple huh. of images where like, it may feel jarring to look at to go from one to the other, but that's what it felt like reading it. Yeah. But we do, we go to the interview segment of Lois Lane where she airs that VHS tape of Luther strangling Sasha Green. And then Gretchen Kelly goes on camera to dish all the Lex dirt that she has, including that she was pretending to be Lex 2s mom, even though Lex two is Lex one. Oh, did you hear a little kitty there? No, I didn't. Okay. She's just hanging out in the room. So Kelly's on TV, Lex is watching this, Happerson is with him watching, and they're like, this isn't good, you know, <laughs> like, um, she knows everything, and Lex is freaking out, Happerson points out, like, she knows where we are, too, and Superman got that information as well, and he shows up, and he tries to, you know, tell Lex that he's going away for good this time, but re- Lex reveals he, he has a backup plan, because villains always have a backup plan, that he's got a bunch of underground sonic torpedoes to use. And so he's just going to like like the this the other bomb explosions were like minor in comparison he's saying like like this is like his real ultimate plan. And Superman tries to talk him out, out of it saying like his legacy that he's built will be ruined if he does this and that he'll be remer- remembered as the American Hitler. So he's calling him Hitler again to his face. Oh, man. But this time it gets through to Lex and he cries and he says, no, no, damn you. And so it's like, he's willing to turn himself in, it seems. But Happerson is not. And he's like, screw it. And just pushes the button to launch the torpedoes. Lex blasts him with like something out of his iron log. He has like defenses, I guess, but he kills Happerson, it seems like, but it's too late. The button gets pushed anyway. So they have to push ghost, the button, tra- Frank, stop all these torpedoes. Superboy flies the yacht to the Coast Guard to turn in Lex as Superman tries to figure out what to do. And Supergirl, I guess, was already in Metropolis, and she helps Turpin and the SCU escape. And like we've already established, most of Metropolis is empty. So that's the good thing. But someone that's there is Lois Lane, and she runs into Jimmy and Ron as the torpedoes are going off. The first one hits GBS, so that gets destroyed, and then the Daily Planet building, and Superman's trying to get to the one going at the Daily Planet building, but he's like just a little bit too slow, and it gets blown up. And the Daily Planet globe falls off, and Perry watches in horror from the printing press, like he's got binoculars across the river or whatever. And, uh, mm-hmm. then we cut to Lana and Pete exchanging vows. <laughs> like, this is, like, so weird. And then we cut back to Superman, stops the planet globe from, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, like, crushing Jimmy, Lois, and Ron. <laughs> so, the, the action here is good, I, th- I think. Like, it's clear what's happening. It's very strange with the, the giant globe, like like, just becoming this, like, rolling ball. <laughs> like yeah going after them so yeah explosions are happening and then this was also a little jarring for me just because we haven't seen this guy in so long but then we cut to colin thornton the news time publisher and also secretly lord Satanis, watching everything happen from his <laughs> news time building and he helped superman to figure out how to stop the torpedoes via subconscious suggestion and then also to, uh, to save his own building, but he he's like, I can't like just like take care of all the torpedoes myself because that would draw too much attention to me. And it's like, you haven't been doing me. anything for like months, <laughs> guy. Like you know, you're not drawing attention. But the plan with my magneto helmet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the plan is that Superman, Supergirl, and Superboy make a big tunnel so they can grab the torpedoes as they come out before reaching their destination and, like, destroy them. While that's going on, Satanist decides... Weird, Weird plan. <laughs> Satanist decides for good measure to guide some of the torpedoes to Lexcorp Tower, and those make their target, and the Lexcorp Tower gets blown up. And then Lex is getting arrested. He stole his iron lug thing, but, like, getting turned turn over to Maggie Sawyer. And Supergirl has some thoughts on the matter. Dennis, we'll read number four. Dr. Kelly, think of what she sacrificed. Imagine the secrets and the
1: guilt that she'd borne all those years. I don't know her well, but I think she loved Luther very much, more than I ever did. Why else would she help him cover his crimes for so long? I mean, Luther had me fooled, but Kelly knew what, what he was and still played with, uh, still stayed with him. <laughs> She gave up so much for him, and now she's given up her freedom as well. I hope the courts are merciful to her. Luther, on the other hand, well, he might not live long enough to get what he deserves.
0: Yeah, that infinity prison sentence that Lois told him he's getting. Just send him to the Phantom Zone. That would be a good solution. Just bypass the court and the legal system. As Lex gets hauled away, he is still scheming and he thinks to himself, They think me helpless, but there are cards I've yet to play. They'll see. They'll all see. They'll
1: <laughs> see. I wonder if the fourteenth Amendment would stop a guy who blew
0: up a city from running for president. Well, not in the DC universe, or at least <laughs> no one seemed to think to play that card. But who knows, maybe he'll maybe he'll go the court and he'll get out of it i'm sure he has good lawyers you know yep
1: but he'll get off the ballot it'll be off the ballot in maine
0: yes uh th- this is true <laughs> okay uh does the dc universe even have a main no um <laughs> lois approaches called, yeah some weird name <laughs> lois approaches superman and the rubble as superman reconstructs the daily planet globe he's just like putting it together like a jigsaw puzzle, like using his heat vision. He's like, I don't know what else to do. Basically seems like the best use of my time, but she tells him that they all saved what they could and that lots of lives, thanks to the evacuation, you know, were saved as well. She says like, this isn't coast city. Like, and I think that's like also the writer is trying to establish that. Like this is, Metropolis has been destroyed, but it's not a completely leveled city where everyone in the city has been. It's still pretty bad, though. I mean, it's, like,
1: yeah, it's pretty destroyed. This is the kind of uh, major disaster cities don't recover from.
0: Yeah, that's the last page. Is there Perry's crying over the destruction of Metropolis? As let me see, what's the the Lincoln quote ends with. The fiery trial through which we pass will light us down in honor or dishonor to the last generation. We shall nobly save or meanly lose the last best hope of earth. It's pretty weighty words for, like, the. Yeah.
1: This. <laughs> Are they aware Metropolis is an imaginary city?
0: <laughs> oh, you didn't comment on it, but I did throw Elvis Presley in there because, and it may just be the Lois and Clark TV show, but, like, in that one, Perry White's a big fan of Elvis. like <laughs> so like that was why I put Elvis right. in there. yeah I didn't get that reference. Um. <laughs> need to watch more Lewis and Clark? <laughs> the I New need... Adventures of Superman. All right, so that's that's the end of that. I have one last question for you, Dennis, a bonus question. Oh my God, you've gotten every question right so far though. and two blinds Whoa. as well. So let's see what you can do with this one. What animated movie is advertised on the back cover of action comics. Number 700 94 space jam. Welcome to the space jam. I can't remember any more of the lyrics. That song is so stupid. No, that's not, that's not the answer. Let me give you some choices. A, we're back. A dinosaur story. B Batman mask of the phantasm. Ooh. Or C, Tom and Jerry the movie.
1: These are all good choices. Um, Do you know the We're Back animated movie has a scene at the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade <laughs> and they jump on the Snoopy balloon.
0: Oh really? Um, I I've maybe seen that once or twice. I but I think I was fascinated with like. Well, anyway, you need to make a guess. <laughs> batman mask of the phantasm damn it you got them all right <laughs> good do- yes good, good job dennis but i was gonna say with we're back a dinosaur story i was enthralled with just the idea of like like the writers of the new jurassic world movies of like dinosaurs in like present day like what's yeah. gonna happen and i ha- had seen like the box art or the ad or whatever and like i remember like trying to draw those dinosaurs like by looking at them at the time but
1: yeah here's the i remember um because i saw the movie of course oh nice yeah that's cool it's for yeah
0: for now on video one of the interesting things is the comic adaptation of batman mask of the phantasm was included with the vhs at the time oh so that's like cool interesting i would buy that Yeah, yeah that's great the rest of the comics the back cover ad is again nba jam because i guess not many people want to advertise with superman on this
1: sinking ship i was gonna say i remember i did watch the movie but i remember more strongly as a kid i had the kids book that the movie was based on that came oh. out
0: before dennis this and is i'm cra- sure
1: there's a different version of that book that's drawn after that has like the characters drawn like the like the cartoon but i remember very strongly the dinosaurs from the
0: kids book the original i gotta double check my math here you got two blinds so that's five points each so that's 10 points then you got two of the regular questions that's four more points and then the the bonus question which is four more points you got 18 points in this round you got them all right i think this makes up for some times where you like we only
1: it completely yeah yeah
0: but you're at 430 <laughs> points so you're within shooting distance wow and honestly I will gladly t- let you take over the realms after next time because next time we're in the middle of the year, it's time to do the annuals for 1994. So, Your
1: favorite thing you do that you make yourself do.
0: Yeah, where I could just read four Superman annuals and tell you about those, but I decide to read every single DC Comics annual for that <laughs> event year. And and this time they're not even interconnected. It's all Elseworld stories where they take place on different worlds. So I really so don't you need you absolutely to do this. don't have to do this. But also
1: that sounds like a better setup. Like, separate stories sounds more fun than your usual.
0: Yeah, manual. I'm actually, I've, I've started dipping my toe into it, and I've jo- enjoyed some of the ones. I'm saving Superman for the end and trying to, like, plow through the other ones right now just to get it done. Are
1: you ready to read 40 Batman Elseworlds books?
0: I think I maybe already read, because I was doing them in alphabetical order, because I figured I'd just, like, there's not really an order, you know? But it was uh. like, so all the Batman ones were pretty front-loaded. And those may be at the top, like, of... uh, We'll have to see, like, when I get through them all. But, like, I I enjoyed some of those Batman ones. Okay, to talk about Supergirl is done. The miniseries ended. It's going to be a while until Supergirl gets her own ongoing series. But we have Steel number five. But nothing worth mentioning really happens. Steel fights his nephew on tar. I don't want to talk about that. Um, (laughs) I don't blame you. We get that crossover of the blonde male carrier and Man of Steel number 34. That, that's the most noteworthy thing. Superboy number five, also not much going on. He fights a new bad guy, even though he's still, Superboy is still really sick. And then it ends with him going to Cadmus with Dublex. And the comic incorrectly tells readers to get Man of Steel number 35 for the continuation of the story, but it should be number 34. So there was a real, I hope someone is fired for that blunder. <laughs> genius at work over here whenever you notice a thing like that elves did it <laughs> <laughs> so but i do want to talk briefly about some ads and i thought because i talk so much why don't you can see what the ad is dennis and maybe give me your thoughts and we can go through them one by one
1: all right so we got action uh, an ad for action comics number 700 with a like a recolored version of that cover
0: yeah, it's like airbrushed or painted or something.
1: I guess they're kind of trying to make it look like a movie poster. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll say, like, even in that cover, the first time you showed it to me, I was like, Lois Lane's run is really weird. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah, like... She's, like, <laughs> uneven on her feet. Maybe it's just because, yeah. like, the whole, like, ground is shaking from all the, like, destruction that's happening. I don't know. So it's weird
1: to see that again. But, yes, we got that. So that's fun. I do, uh, like
0: like as a movie poster that the top has like the characters as like, as if they're the actors of like Superman, Lois Lane, Lex Luthor. If he can't own Metropolis, he'll take it down with him. Yeah. Whoa. And I just, I didn't realize they have all these headshots of the characters at the bottom, but it's like, they're just like giving the, those are fun. You want to read what those are? If you uh, can't, if The he's... hero, the reporter,
1: the editor, the villain, the hotshot, the ex-girlfriend, the fiancé, the ingenue, the pal, and then just Bibbo?
0: Yeah, I guess just Bibbo. Yeah.
1: Bibbo. Oh. Yeah.
0: Wow. So, I was... About... The ex-girlfriend, I guess, is supposed to be Lana, meaning Clark's ex-girlfriend. Because I, I thought that was uh, Supergirl again. <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, she's the ingenue. Yeah,
0: and it's uh, it does say Action Comics fifty six years of greatness. So that's how long we've been looking at that. Anyway, yeah, we can move on to the next one then.
1: Yeah, it's an ad for Lois and Clark: The New Adventures of Superman. But uh, it's
0: just photos of them. Well, but it's about the trade paperback that's on sale soon, and it's got a John Byrne quote at the top there. It's uh, this trade paperback, Dennis, that I hold in my hand. It has. Oh wow. Um, Look at that! It has comics from like 1986 through 1990. So I think it was just to try to get people. Here's you get a nice little saucy back cover photo of. <laughs> this would ruin the show. Lois Lane is ripping open Clark's yeah. shirt, and it's got the Superman <laughs> symbol underneath. Um, I think this was a book I inherited from my dad. Uh, that maybe I even got him as a present at some point in time. Oh, that's nice.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. So. Hmm. On to next ad. I don't understand this ad. Okay, I can set DC up what's going on here. Yearbook. These are, like... there. I don't know if you remember, there was that one time where it was, like... They treated, like, the comics for DC Comics that month. There was, like, a page ad where it was, like... If the comics from DC were TV Guide listings! And so this time, it's, like, the yearbook of DC High for 1994 where it's like all these teenage superheroes it's their like yearbook photos with description and like like they're signing in each other's yearbook i don't know uh. it's it's stupid but it's kind of cute uh <laughs> you got damage the ray anima superboy and robin and then at the bottom is a guy with glasses with a like a devil shadow and i had no idea what was going on with that but it says principal carlin it's supposed to be the editor mike, mike carlin I guess. Oh. Who is the devil? Who is the devil, apparently. Um, Just because, uh, I won't dwell on it too long, Uh, the Ray, that's that guy that has, like, the, that he's the Ray. Superboy had a crossover that they mentioned in the Superboy comics that he was in the Ray issues one and two. And I got those comics. And I didn't read them all the way, but I, like, kind of flipped for where Superboy was. It was like, Superboy just shows up to Fight the same bad guy that the ray is fighting, but then the ray's like, I don't like you, and he blasts him. And like, the, <laughs> the first issue ends where the ray thinks that he's killed Superboy, and then the next issue he buries Superboy, <laughs> but then Superboy likes, I'm fine, our hero. yeah, but like, I was just like, he literally, th- <laughs> it's
1: like, stepbrothers,
0: why are you burying me, brother? Anyway, uh, on to the next a jarring comic book ad
1: Green Arrow number 87, judge, jury, and executioner, and it looks like a red-eyed murderous Green Arrow is choking somebody to death or smashing their head into rocks or something Yeah,
0: and the guy's clawing at him Green Arrow's eyes, Oliver's eyes are like all red there's a blood spatter at the bottom corner, like, (laughs) I was just like okay, I have no idea what's going on in Green Arrow comics,
1: yeah, this is not the Green Arrow I
0: know, yeah
1: Oh, uh, the end is near. This looks like it's the end of Bat-Zriel, maybe?
0: Yeah, the Nightfall Bat-Zriel. Uh, it's a shatter, like... I think that's, like, the bat symbol that Azrael was using, I guess. Cause it's... Yeah, which is an unrecognizable
1: bat signal. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't look anything like Batman's bat signal. It's just the colors you, you can recognize. Uh, a Guy Gardner versus Hal Jordan. Hal Jordan, Guy Gardner. The universe isn't big enough for the both of them. And this is, I guess... Emerald, it's called Emerald Fallout. So yeah. this is, I guess, when Hal Jordan was evil. Super weird that they'd make, super weird that Guy Gardner would be the good guy in a Hal Jordan-Guy Gardner
0: fight. Yeah, um. they both look like angry jerks, and it's like, I guess there's only room for one angry jerk. They're, like, fighting in space, and Guy Gardner has, like, a yellow, like, armored suit, like, Hal Jordan has his armored parallax suit, whatever it is, or, yeah. And then the last uh, ad. Worlds Worlds
1: Collide it's is that DC and Milestone crossover mm-hmm. one man two worlds and the end of all that is
0: and that is going to be coming up soon in super comics another big event with a lot of comics to it awesome so yeah that's what tons of punching another thing we have to look forward to but uh what what do you have to look forward to to tell the the listeners about Dennis
1: uh, happy New Year! Oh, okay. <laughs> but but can't In they the see... new year, I will continue to make comics that you can find at deniscomics.com. That's uh, D-E-N-I-S-C-O-M-I-X. That is my .com, my Instagram, and my Blue Sky. Uh, and my Patreon is Dennis St. John. I got a new Dinosaur Comic coming out. And uh, we'll see what else happens in this exciting new year.
0: Yeah, and I'm on Blue Sky as well as Awesome Yoder. And I guess blue sky now is public to people that don't have accounts like people can go and see it i think no, that, okay. i think that yeah. they changed that along with the uh that little moth or whatever logo that they butterfly in, maybe in
1: the yeah i noticed the icon changed
0: <laughs> yeah <clears throat> wow my voice just barely made it through here we had to postpone this because i was sick uh recently but yeah Well, I'll hopefully have more energy and more vocal stamina for next time to talk about all of those Elseworld annuals. And if you're here to listen to it, then you'll be the real Lex Luthor. (laughs) Loser? Well, no, I blundered it. Don't call our audience Lex Losers. That's what I do every time.
1: (laughs) But I don't know. Okay. But you say come back or you'll be a Lex Loser. This time you're saying if you're listening to our podcast, you are a Lex Loser
0: oh no that's not what i meant uh i'm the lex loser because i have to read all these comics and yeah, you can that's ins- what you mean. don't read comics just listen to david
1: summarize yeah, them it's a I'll lot try to, easier we'll
0: make it as entertaining as we can all right that's that's it sorry <laughs>